0: to Monday club. Now, we've got new main sponsor. It is expertelectrical.co.uk, the UK's number one um, electrical online wholesaler. Now, they do everything you need, domestic, commercial, industrial, if you're branching out, whatever you need, they've got it. Next day delivery, you know, they might even revolutionize the way you do business. Check them out expertelectrical.co.uk and use discount code bundy10. On with the show. Hello and welcome to Monday Club. Um, we're back again. Very excited. Um, we're not low energy this week. I'm not having it. I broke out the rum because obviously last week there was no energy in the house. We've just had to enjoy a boring Nick story. Um, and about five reasons. A really interesting seven. topic to mm. finish out on at the end. And I cannot wait to, bro- to uh, broach this subject.
1: Okay. All right, cool.
2: Let's do it. Right, I'll start off. Mark, how's your week been, mate? Oh,
1: nice. <laughs>
3: Thanks, Nick. I had a great week. Um, what, going oh, hey yeah, sure oh. what going on in the business? Yeah, sure you can. A lot going on in the business. Rewire's kicking <laughs> off and um, some EV charger designs that I've been working on. So 22 kilowatt ones, getting approval from DNOs um, to make sure that we're actually allowed to install them, making sure oh. that the of applications have been done properly. Oh.
0: Don't just go over that. Remember, I'm dumb. Yeah. So you're talking about 22 kilowatt chargers. That's obviously the amount they draw from the from the um, from the grid, like at peak. Um, what's the difference between them and like your average Joe one?
3: Essentially, they're three phases, so they're drawing power through all three phases, and because of that, if you, I mean, these are going on commercial, um, industrial, retail parks, so it's not just one 22 kilowatt charger that they want. There's a few, and obviously, the, the local DNO will only have a certain supply cable coming into that park. So, they need to check that they're happy with the new loading arrangements. Um, so, although I would like to install lots of them and get paid for it, it's not as simple as that. So, it's not like when you're just going to start in tra- installing extra LED lights or, or data points in, a, in an office or something, you've got other considerations as well. So, there's all that to sort out. Then there's the cable calcs as well. So, there's all that. So, going to ask you yeah, mess- what size cable you're going for. Yeah, I mean, there's a few different ones. So there's some that are quite close by to the um, main intake and they're six mil. Some of the other ones where we're running quite a long distance away from the buildings themselves. And obviously they need to be larger conductors. It's just, it's different on every single install.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Go on.
1: Sorry, I was going to say, will that be yourself personally working out all the information that you need to, to carry all the work out? You're like the top guy working this information out and designing it and planning it. Or are you yeah,
3: going
1: so to somebody
3: else to do that? Use, no, no, I would do it. But we use I use software, so I use a product called Electrical OM. And you can kind of put in all of the arrangements for the supply intake, the, the distances, and it'll give you a cable. Obviously, you, you want to check that yourself as well, just to be sure. But generally speaking, that's why I use to do the cable calcs. But to be honest, that's the easier side of all of but the TV stuff. The
1: location of all of them, would you be deciding that? Or do you have, like, drawings? No, that's...
3: Yeah, that's client-led. So they'll decide where they want them in the car parks or on the, on the units themselves. So there's a, there's a few where they've got these pop-up gyms that are springing up everywhere now in, in industrial units where they've had a change of use. And as part of that, they have to install EV charge points. So there's a lot of those going in. But the hardest part of all of it is generally the admin side. So it's dealing with the DNRs and dealing with the OLEV grants. Because that's what a lot of people don't realize. But the domestic OLEV grants are one thing. The workplace ones are something else entirely, and making sure you've got all your ducks in a row and all your paperwork in order, so you get paid as the installer, which you was kind of running that credit line to the customers. You know, you've got to be absolutely on the money because you can
2: cost yourself a packet if you get it wrong. Yeah, because Olev is the, your customer pays you with minus the let's say five hundred quid or whatever, and then you claim it back off the government. So if you don't get all the paperwork, you're not getting the extra money back.
3: Absolutely, and in the domestic market, that's caused a lot of people headaches. Because sometimes it's taken over 90 days. And even if you've made a small error on the paperwork, say you've got a postcode wrong, or you've um, entered the wrong serial number or something, they'll reject the entire claim. Or you missed—they want to see pictures as well. They used to want to see a lot of pictures of the installations. If you've not done a particular thing, it's all human reviewed. So it's not going through a computer system as an actual person looking at every single claim. And if you're missing something, and it was causing a, a huge nightmare, I think I'll have promised to get it more... Computerised, so it's a more automated system because obviously the processing a lot of these now. Before it was, you know, it was a handful. Now there's loads so it's um, yeah, it's an interesting mm-hmm. side of it. So that's more my concern. I'm not too worried about the actual practicality of the installation. It's making sure we get paid at the end of it properly.
0: Mark, just quickly check your yeah, microphone. There is some sort of feedback going on. Yeah, a talking. little
2: bit. Yeah. Is there? How was that? Are you different? No, it's worse. That's worse. <laughs> is it? <laughs>
0: uh how about that talk, any man. better no Hello? every time you talk it goes zzz.
3: really what's going
1: on sounds you like know? the uh mic- carry
3: <laughs> carry on go on to something else and i'll try and sort it out
1: see i quite I that was, this... uh, your week nick
2: my week cheers kev thank you thank you um well, today is obviously Monday and Monday is normally unit day, but it's not for me because I've worked every single day now for two weeks. Um, but Saturday just went by, fuse board, and then me and Adam went and did a bathroom, which was nice for a friend. And then Sunday, fuse board. Um, and then today, Adam's at college, so I was out by myself, and I went and wide up to my house this morning, and then went across and started my first kitchen that I have done in about six months. It was only a little one, and I come at home covered in dust, and I loved every second of it. I was pulling the ceiling down, I was using a chaser, I was putting boxes in, I was pulling new cables, and I was like, this is it, I've got it back. And then I looked in my diary for tomorrow, the yeah, it's yours.
1: Oh. <laughs>
2: But, but... To start on Monday off like that, I was, I've was i been buzzing today all day. It's been nice.
0: Didn't I come up with a good idea today, though, Nick?
2: Yes, you did. That's so funny, because when I rang you back, were you on the phone to Mark, or did you put the phone down to speak to me, like no, he I said? Did.
0: No, I didn't, no. That
2: was so... I So everyone, no, everyone I listening, so in our group chat for us four, uh, Mark was like, Sam's just rang me and put the phone down, probably because Nick's ringing him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a laugh.
0: To, I have done it to Kimmy before. I've got to go. I've got to go. I've got a customer this night, isn't
1: No, no. He wouldn't say that. He'll tell me, oh, somebody I called before I called you actually called me back. So you're like the third from the last in the queue. So see ya.
2: <laughs> That's about right.
0: But um I had a good idea. Are we gonna are we gonna do this or what?
2: Yeah, go on. Yeah, shout about it. Yep.
1: Yeah. Kimmy, what are you doing next Monday? Uh as far as I'm aware, nothing. There you go. Wait, let me check my Zara. I'm joking. What is next Monday? What's, is it May already or is it still April? Uh, uh,
2: it's May. a great
0: day next week. Bank holiday, isn't
2: it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I work Mondays
0: anyway. Uh, Nick me. needs a hand. You're welcome. Okay.
2: Thank you. Come, Come up. Come up. Give us a hand for a day. Um, obviously, I'll pay you. I won't do an Adam. And um, yeah, give us a hand. We'll show you what we do in the ICR or whatever and, uh, and we'll have a mess around in the unit and burn some stuff. <laughs> You're okay.
1: welcome sounds awesome I'd missed this in the group chat how
0: well it was a conversation between me and Nick I'm the father of the group Nick's the mother of the group so uh, we had to work it out where our kids go that's
1: so cool Sam are you going to be able to pick me up then yeah I ain't going
2: no Sam's not going
1: so so just me and you Nick
2: yeah and Adam maybe
1: yeah
2: Yeah, Sam was like uh, Kimmy wants to to get out there and try new things with new people and I was like well who else is better to ask
1: Thank you, yeah. You're that's... welcome.
0: You know, I'm not just a dick all the time. Um, uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had a good week. Um, yeah, Sam, how's your week? Yeah, how's Yeah, well...
2: Boring. Cool. Well, right, anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I had a good week. Um, I got sent a freebie this week.
2: <gasps> What'd you get?
0: Uh, I got sent this. And I don't usually do stuff like this. So don't send me free stuff and think you're going to get it on the show because you ain't. But... I'll but still it. selling it free
2: stuff. That's what he wants to know.
0: No, I don't I hate it, but I love these. i love
2: I've got it. Oh. Uh, the R make ones, yeah. I've got the CK version, they're really good.
0: Yeah, I'll make it better. Um yeah. They are so good. Mm. <laughs> uh,
2: they are wicked for metal, and I found this brilliant for metal. Don't cut plastic with it because it just it doesn't do the same thing, it just clogs the spring up and then you still gotta bend yeah. it out with the screwdriver. Yeah, I
0: don't think it is for plastic though. It says for metal. So well, you work with
1: metal and stuff anyways, don't you?
0: Mm-hmm. And because I'm not a, a lowly house basher, um That's I one. uh cut a lot of metal trunking and stuff. And I'm super pleased with them. Like I was like, oh you know, like it's not super expensive or anything, but it's just them things that you just love to have in your bag. Yeah. Um as a as a commercial and industrial spark, really you don't buy your own stuff like this. But to have oh, okay. it in my bag rather than going and getting one off the... What, so of the what stores. do
2: they have? Like a, a store's room yeah, that you just go and help yourself to?
0: Go, just, well, not help yourself because everyone takes a little bit and just nicks everything. I was going to say, people just be right, empty. If I find the store's room, if I find the stores where they keep the drill bits and the quarter bits and all that sort of stuff, I'm going take the lot.
2: Brilliant. I was about to say you'd probably do, do that. Yeah. That I bought hard. this earlier. I bought these earlier. Adam, I've seen them floating around ages on um, Instagram and uh
0: not plugging stuff on here man
2: says you <laughs> yeah i've just bought this but um i've seen everyone had them i think amy had one as well um but they're little holster to go on the bags and then uh just for second fixing but i would i've never bought them i've looked at them, gone oh yeah they're all right and then adam really wanted one and i was like oh yeah we'll get one i obviously forgot all about it and then i woke up in the morning to an amazon link two of these nick oh, okay <laughs> they are
0: good though they are good yeah. um Anyway, back to Armeg. Thank you, Armeg. Um, I love them. Oh. Don't send them to Kim, Nick, or Mark because I'm the, the, the important one here.
3: Yes, yes, you are. Of course, you are. How's my yeah. mic sound now? Any
2: better? No. 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 It's still no. getting back. Just unplug it, mate, and plug it back in. Yeah. Turn it on and off again, that always works. Right, Any better?
0: I don't know, no, you have to talk. You can't just say any better and then look and hope that. <laughs> noise well, I was
2: hoping you were going to say, yeah, it's fixed. It sounds loads better.
0: It's not great, but we're just going to have to roll with it because uh,
2: anything's better than Sam's from last week, so don't worry.
0: Yes, it is.
1: It was well, actually quite good because last week Sam was really annoying, so it was, I was quite glad that the mic wasn't. Yeah.
0: It was just... All I heard We just was, need to get you
2: a new webcam then, Kim, and then we'll be fine.
0: <laughs> all, all I heard was, whine, 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 moan, moan, moan. That's all I hear from Kimmy. But Listen, so, I've had, uh, last week was a, quite a good week actually, in terms of the work I was doing. I, so, it started off bad, but then ended up good. So, started off under the floors again, as, as I have been, crawling through the void underneath the floor. My fat ass. who would send me underneath the floor? Anyway, I got harpooned. By Japanese whalers. Well, I didn't, but I might as well have done because basically they thought I was Moby Dick. No. I got stuck on a bit of um stud that sticks through the bottom of the, the uh strut that holds the tray. Stuck in my back and I've got a massive gash. I'll put a picture up there, um, in in my back. Um and when you say
2: massive gash, is it like?
1: It looks like a that. cat catched him.
2: Yeah, like this.
0: Are you ready? Are you ready? Um, probably just a sore ass crack,
2: isn't it? Really? Yeah.
0: No, it's not a sore ass crack. <laughs>
2: Sam's ass crack, I like I imagine it like goes all the way up to like in between his shoulder blades. You
0: see that?
1: Yeah, yeah, seen that. It's not that bad. So I've no, got that.
2: Not.
0: Um and this is brings me on to my topic this week and what I want to talk about is health and safety on site. Now I know that obviously um you house basher types. Not like super hot on health and safety on site, Nick. I know that you like you're not going to work in really dusty environments and stuff like that without the appropriate p p e um and
2: you've got to with an apprentice you you've got to give him everything and make him use it.
0: oh yeah, I suppose you are pretty liable if you don't as well
2: he he's has been given all the p p e and if I catch him without it, it's made to wear it like there's no choice i am not having him go and end coughing just on his dad or. 20 years down the line, he then accumulates something from having loft insulation. Like, If I don't want to do it, that's my bad, but he has to do it or he gets showered at.
0: I've got another quick topic that I want to explore with you. Um, apprentices, right? Mm-hmm. Is it? Uh, so I was a late um, starter for the electrical industry. So I come into it at like 22. Um, I've done all the apprentice stuff, made tea, crawled through lofts, went out and got the drinks, you know, all that sort of stuff. Nowadays, the last couple of apprentices I've been around, they don't do the the, the horrible work. What's mm-hmm. that about?
1: Uh, isn't that part of the course? Like, not uh, really. I've so well, like, I never, I never done it, and I really regret that because I don't know how to put ladders on top of the roof. I, as soon as I see it, I'll be like, I'm not doing that. And then um, the guys have to do it for me. And I skipped out on all the hard stuff that an apprentice I feel like should be doing to learn. Like you said, like putting on a PPE, cleaning up, doing, making teas. It just kind of teaches you that sort of discipline that if you skip out, it might make you a bit more cocky as an apprentice, if you know what I'm saying.
0: So, yeah, your, is- so hold on. My thing is, right? I'm under the floor with the apprentice and. I decide that I can't be bothered to go all the way under. So I sent the apprentice. That's kind of fair. I feel like that's fair. I've done my apprenticeship. You go and do that crap job. I'll be with you, but I'm not crawling all the way under there. That's a you job. Is
2: that, is yeah, that wrong? Uh, yes, no. Like With, with me, with that, we, I've tried to do everything. I I wouldn't make him do something I wouldn't do. um, and he's obviously but I don't need to because I've got
0: an apprentice no I know
2: that and I've done the same thing with Ad a few times Um, lead by example definitely this is the way my I want to work with anyone works for me like I will do it and I'll do it the first time you see how we do it sort of thing Um, but the problem with Ad he, he doesn't mind doing the crap jobs if I just say to him oh can you just second fix this while I need to you know go and sweep the garage out or something, he'd go, yeah. Like, he doesn't bother him. Work's work, no matter if it's stuck in a tiny cupboard. And best thing about and he likes lofts. Oh. What's your opinion being the apprentice Golden.
0: guru
3: here? I've seen the other side of it, because I get a lot of messages from apprentices saying, all I'm doing is making tea and sweeping up, and I are getting to do any electrical work. So there are still people out there doing a lot of that, Sam. But I think it is, like, it, it builds you up into... Not just the trade, but just an acceptance of what you need to be doing. So the same, I would encourage apprentices to go off and meck around drink, drinks, or go off down the end of a um, a space that we're working in. But equally, I'd be happy to do that myself as well, yeah, look, and I mean, sure, like, sure that you do it yourself on occasions.
0: So I've been doing; I was doing it all day. They give me the apprentice at the end of the day, and I was like, "Mate, you've got a short straw. You're down there. I've done it all day." Apparently, that's not okay anymore.
1: But did somebody say that to you at the workplace, or was that just people around saying that? General
0: consensus is that. um, You know, you don't give. You've
1: got,
2: he's got to learn. Like I, just, what
1: I think is like. That's I the would- thing. If the apprentice doesn't know what to do and you're thirsty and you know what you're doing, I don't see the issue of going. I just
0: didn't want to go maybe. down there, if I'm honest. I, well, I'll tell the truth. Okay. I didn't fancy it. been down there 100 times that day. My knees were sore. It's time for The Apprentice to go down there. And I feel like that's perfectly justified. I don't feel like that's taking the piss. I feel like, you know, when I was 22 and I was a cocky nightmare of a human, I still took it on the you haven't, You haven't changed then No at all? Like, <laughs> imagine me a hundred times worse. Just um, don't
3: want to make that imagination, to be honest.
0: No. I used to just get on with, like, I just, like, if I was given a crap job, that was my job. I had to do it. And I'm like that now. The firm I'm working for, what do you mean? What
2: shit are you talking? I just get on with it. No, you don't. You go, yeah, <laughs> i do it in five minutes. i still do
1: it. <clears throat> oh,
2: Nick, I've just been told to do this. My rights. Okay. I heard side.
1: how you made that cup of tea for your old bosses that peed you off. We heard that story. We're not going to repeat it again.
2: It was a made up story.
1: <laughs> i saying. It wasn't. Oh. Um, oh, sorry.
0: Never repeat that story. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to just broach that. But the other thing is health and safety in the workplace.
1: wait, wait I want to share my printer story. Why can't I share what I wanted to see?
0: Who um, Did I do that? It was that one of my one of my good decisions. Go on. Go on. Okay,
1: so I'm to share my <laughs> When I had my apprentice, so I had my favorite ever apprentice in the world, Charlie. He was the best, right? And um, obviously the experience that he had as an apprentice is that other people that would have him, because this was for a company, so the apprentices would get swapped around. And the thing is, nobody would let him do the work because they just felt like, oh, you're a bit too slow or a bit too this, or they just didn't want to let him give it a go and then mess it up because social housing i've told you guys what it's like You're, you've got about 10 13 jobs every day to do there's no time to tell the apprentice how to do anything no. you just make them partial the tools that's it and for me because he was tall he could just reach the ceiling without a ladder so i was like yeah you can just do all the work i loved it so i let him do everything just supervising him and obviously thinking about it the other guys would have to do the the tea making the fetching the ladders and all the other stuff whereas I used to let my apprentice actually do the work and he personally said that he preferred obviously being able to actually do stuff and learn and you know
2: it's loads better, this is the problem I have with catching yeah. if I ask Adam can you get the ladders he can't pick them up because we've got the um, little giant ladders which are like the fire ones just super heavy he just can't move them what? so Adam grabbed them and he looks at me like oh. Come wow. on. We've got the, you know, the rhino clips as well. So the, the snap on ones on top of the roof. Yeah. He can never undo that. So he ends up getting the steps out to stand on the roof to do it all, where I can just reach it from the side. And he looks at me every time I say it and he goes, No, nah, fuck off. I'm just walked <laughs> off. Thought, well, I'll do it then.
1: I'm a bit more lenient with my lady apprentices. I've had two. And literally, I'll just do the hard work because I, I don't know. Maybe it's a, it's a sexist thing. But when what my. You lady classify app-
0: as a hard work, Kim?
1: Hard work. Oh, like getting your hands dirty. Or like, let's say oh, um, I was making safe sockets and it was after a leak and it's a bit wet and a bit rusty. I'll be like, don't worry, Hannah, i I'll do it. And then she'll just have to stand there and pass the connector block for me. And I'll just make her watch. Whereas if it was the guy, I would probably just be like, yeah, you do that, I don't wanna. Maybe that's just a bad stereotypical sexist thing I've got in my mind but it's just how it's personally worked from observation and I don't mean to do that it's just how it's worked so when I've worked with my lady apprentices when I'm testing I'll get her to get the notepad and write the stuff whereas when I was testing with Charlie oh mate he was doing everything I was just there like loving this on the iPad like yep you do that Charlie do this do that and with the girl it was just like yeah anyways Kimmy, have you ever thought about
0: doing something other than social housing to, like, broaden your skill set?
1: I do. I do. I, I was doing a lot of private work. I worked on a building site. I worked on domestic building sites. I worked on a proper building site doing the SWA and stuff. Um, I, I've i done, like, bits and bobs like that, but I don't know. Social housing has just always been just the most fun for me because it's, like, 50-50 electrical work and the other bit is more like a social worker where you're just doing a lot of talking and and like talking to tenants who are having mental breakdowns like the other day i had to change five bathroom um, five fittings uh pendants but the girl was swinging off of them because she had like a mental illness right so she was pulling them off and swinging on it so i had to be there for two hours changing the lights because every time she had a breakdown she would we we couldn't move her so it was just sort of like it's okay sweetheart but I'm getting paid to do these jobs that nobody else would want to do but I love it I love it you should charge more then you know what if you you can't with social housing that's the thing because the contracts I don't have the contract directly I cannot set the prices they work for a schedule of rates which is a book and everybody works of a standard percentage so you have the code like um, 860501 which is a test so standard price it's 57 pounds um for families for that have it uh, that's what the council pay and then the subcontractor gets a price less which is like 50 pound and then the person actually going on site doing the work probably gets like 35 40 50 depending on what contract so that's sort of the rough prices but the schedule of rates does not allow you to charge more than 100 pounds and if you cannot match the schedule of rates you cannot get the jobs and somebody who can We'll get the jobs. That's just how it works, unfortunately. (sighs) It makes no sense at all. So you cannot charge more for social housing work because there's just no room for charging more. Mm.
0: So if you really enjoy it, then that's... Do you know what? If you really enjoy what you do, you're winning, that's a, i'll call it hacking that's
1: angry, but then this is why i've always had to have an extra job when i'm doing this sort of stuff so at my last company they told me kim you do too, too much stuff outside of work um because i used to because they used to track my van and they used to see that i finished their jobs at five and i'll be out until like 11 doing my private jobs and then i'll be coming in after a few hours of sleep and stuff and they told me kim you do too much we just want you to concentrate on our work and i told them for 2666 pounds a month after tax, that's two thousand three hundred, right? And I'm working all those hours, right? I'm not doing that. I can't pay my bills in London. My rent is thousand five hundred pound a month. On top of that, I've got to pay my car insurance, which for London, under twenty five, was five hundred pounds a month, right? And I'm left with no money. And I'm doing all these hours, doing a job I enjoy, and I've got no money. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I had to rely on my private jobs to pay my bills. But I was just doing a job I loved in the daytime. So it's just sort of like a sacrifice that. I- had to do with my unfortunate sense of joy that comes from social housing. I don't know.
3: This is exactly the problem with a lot of these contractors that come through tendered systems. So they say they're seeking value and trying to get the best pound value for, for the users, but it just doesn't happen. There's too many layers of management between the contractors going to site and the people who are ordering the work. It's something that's, you know...
1: From the council, four or five layers until it, the job comes down to me. And obviously the guys at the top, so me Mears, the big companies that you hear about in the news, um, was it 1.2 million contract? The guy's laughing, right? And then there's guys at the bottom like me who are offered, like, was it if 150 divided by four, that much for a cert, NIC cert.
3: Yeah, it's, a, it's appalling. And then people people will pull fault at uh, the no, electricians no, no. like yourself who are going to do it, Kimmy, and that's just totally wrong because you enjoy doing it. You want to do that work, but it's not really fair that you can't make your own money on it because of the way the contracts are put into place. Well, that, that's something that the, the, the industry needs to look at. It isn't going to change, is it? The main contractors have got that nailed down, sewn up tight.
1: Exactly. Um Exactly. Yeah, it's really tough once once the these main contractors get the contracts they hold them for 8 years so once the council put out the tenders for another 8 years that you you cannot tap into that and it's you always cannot... going
0: to be it's always going to be um, a bit it's of a rigged it... system for you isn't it it's always going to be a big system of social housing
1: yeah yeah so it's 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 unfortunate because when you even look at the state of the houses they don't want to change a lot of the stuff and you've got to go for so many loops to just get approval to change a pendant and the pendant's hanging off and you can't replace it. So you're coming in to change a socket and you've got to tell the tenant, I can't do that. So you've got to book another appointment and then we'll get paid again to come out to replace that pendant that costs two pounds. And and it's, it makes us also the out of hours as well. I'm not allowed to replace parts. So they pay out of hours fee for me to come out, right? To take off the, the broken socket. I'm not allowed to replace it because it's just make safe only. And in the morning, somebody else will come out and put a new socket on. So they're paying double money for a job that could be done less, but they don't. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. But it, the thing is, unless everybody stops doing yeah. anything, it, it cannot improve.
0: It's just another facet of the electrical industry that is a problem. As great as the electrical industry is, and let's be fair, it's, every single one of us sitting here today is a fan of the electrical industry and what it's given us because it's given us everything we have. Like yeah. we're electricians, it's how we it's how we earn earn our crust. But there are we can't go through life saying we can't go through life um, saying it's the greatest electric it's the greatest industry in the world. When actually yeah. it's got a lot of it got a lot of problems. Mm. It's got a lot of problems. You know,
3: you know what though? That's just listening to Kimmy there. There was been a um, a compliance webinar through the um, IET this week where they spoke about competence in social housing, and it was a load of um, Good intention, people, I've got to say, but so far away from the face of what actually goes on, it's unreal. So you're not getting any real reflection of what competency looks like to social housing electricians. Listening to someone like Kimmy and getting those messages out there into the wider industry among some of these main contractors and CPS bodies is really important. So a platform like Monday Club is a great place to come and do that. And I think we need to be trying to repeat that message, spread it even further, and then try and make people aware of what is actually going on.
1: I think yeah, you know what? One, one other thing I want to add when you mentioned compliance. Um, I've got a few social housing guys that I follow on Instagram as well. And when they post up their work, obviously I notice the bits that they do, that I do, that I know other electricians like yourselves would immediately, immediately say that's wrong. So when we're putting a bathroom light, we've literally got to be in and out as fast as we can. So this is just the thing that I'm going to say. Nobody puts grommets on it. Nobody ever puts grommets on anything. It's literally supposed to be IP rated, but it never is because there is no time to be messing around with grommets. We literally drill holes, wherever it is, put it up. It's terrible. But the thing is, when you post the picture, because we have to do before and after pictures, none of the QSs ever say anything because they understand we do not have time to actually make it IP rated. As long as it looks IP rated to the office admin staff that are logging the job off, it doesn't make a difference to anybody. But the thing is, I'm putting up these bathroom lights and I'm expected not to be making it IP rated, but as long as it looks IP rated. Yeah. I, I think
2: a thing with a lot of that as well with the, the bathroom lights, Adam said this to me because most of the time you get the grommets or the bongs that come with the lights, the cheaper lights, they're crap anyway. A lot of the time I get customers give me, oh, I bought one from B&Q. But most of the time, the bathrooms are above the regulation height out of zones anyway. So they were getting these fittings. And we fit them anyway because it's just good practice for us. We can have all the time in the world to mess around. And if not, we can stick some fire sealant or some silicone around it. But most of the time,
1: any light... That's what... thats Obviously, the, the warranty is void. And then you're having all these leaks. So I'm attending all these leaks that could have been prevented if it was done properly. But nobody puts any grommets. There's about 10 holes. Some of the people, because they don't want to take off the pendant, they will literally drill a hole that big at the bottom of the bathroom light and just put it on top of it because there's no time to mess around. Yeah. Just put it on, drill it up, and literally things like that every day because you you got to get through so many jobs. They
0: silicon silicone around the outside?
1: There's no, no silicone on the outside. Just basically, you get the bathroom light, drill a hole with your little drills like that, put it on top of the pendant, and it just looks fine on the outside but when you take it off it's literally like a huge hole with a few drill holes around it and it's, it's- this is
3: the this is the reality of social housing. Some of the other yeah. t- people on, on that webinar were saying how social housing doesn't need inspecting as often as private rental properties because it's on a higher level of maintenance. That's just not the reality of what's going on. And I think that's something that industry needs to tackle. There's so much money getting spent on all these different layers of management, all this illusion of compliance and that it's all rosy. It's a fantasy, isn't it? And electricians right. like Kimmy want paying properly to be able to go and do a decent job and look after these people it wouldn't really need that much more money from government to do it it just needs somebody to kind of get a hold of the whole thing you know and yeah. strip it back a little I think,
0: bit i think yeah. yeah i think you're absolutely right i think if you stripped away the layers of management to like the bare minimum um and took the compliance away from the people that admin staff that looks ip rated come on how would they yeah.
2: ever know uh, one little thing i saw it's off Luke Wichard's my trust electrician. I saw a video ages ago and I've done it once Shout since. Out he out had a... Um, Luke is legend. Um, he was fitting what we call a 2D fitting, so a BT14, uh, a standard brown bathroom fitting. And um, he was like, I never really trust it. I don't like the grommets and everything. And it was such a cool idea it was literally 20 mil hole in the back stuffing gland the wrong way so pointing straight up do yourself a 25 mil hole in the ceiling give yourself some of the little uh, whisker entry points if it's t and e or if it's flex and it's a completely sealed unit i was like what a good idea
0: yeah i've got to be honest with you he's got quite a lot of good tips and tricks
2: mm.
0: again
1: you know if i put that on the materialist for my social hazard thing they would ring me up and say what are you, what are you getting these for <laughs> Yeah, because they watch all the materials as well. They'd be like, "We're this these We're going to be." That's what we're not allowed to use. goes too expensive, right?
2: I'd end up if I was you, and I know what I'm like. I'd end up buying stuff privately and keeping it in the van and just That's using cool. it on jobs just to help myself out, I mean, but not I getting paid for it.
1: House, and imagine they're crying. They've got all these broken sockets and. Because some of them are, like I said, very vulnerable. You've got kids that want to poke their fingers in, but we've been taught to not to put blank plates, literally connector blocks, loads of tape. No one knows if that's okay or not, which I feel like it isn't. No. So normally I'll just be like, you know what? I'll, I'll pay for the socket. It's two pound. I'm losing out of money, but I'll, I'll pay for it, even though my... Mm. no one how sad is that?
0: Like, how sad is that, that a, someone with a conscience has to pay out of their
1: own pocket to mm. make do the right the thing? Sack. It's yeah. not even money. I never I sometimes forget that this is not normal, this is not okay. Do you know what I mean? It's like No, it is okay, Kimmy. What it is it is perfectly okay. It's okay in this industry, but I mean, like to somebody outside of the social housing thing, that sounds absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it does. You, know what? A, uh, yeah.
0: you can have all the fancy software at the at the top end doing compliance and stuff. Churning out all these reports that tell tell you that the electricians aren't doing their their job properly or whatever, but the reality is, the companies that are running yeah. it, the councils that are running it, the um, the, the the government quangos that are running it, the the people mm-hmm. like NIC, NAPIT that are that are meant to be there for uh, checks and balances, really aren't doing their job properly. It's well, if you can't
2: good. do the basics right, if you can't do the basics right, then they're not doing a good job. It needs to be restructured and done properly. Then, exactly and then goal is to make someone's life safer and easier and compliant. Yeah. And if it's being left and it's not, it needs to go back up the tiers and figure itself out because it's shocking.
1: So I think one thing sad. that people try to do to tackle this is um, some of the contracts have put a limit to how many subcontractors the job can go through. So me, might say, oh, this contract, you can only subcontract it out once. And then some contracts will say you cannot subcontract it at all. It has to be an employee. So I've worked with a few companies like that who are not allowed to subcontract the work. They have to get the employee. But then what happens? Same thing. The price is still the same. The wage is was actually less at that job for some reason. And you still have the same issue because the guy at the top, he's buying his third house in the Caribbean and his second Tesla, whatever it is. And um, he's basically just taking the cut because he's providing the same wage that all the other social housing companies are providing because it's the same job with the same description. So mm.
0: you know I don't mean? begrudge that guy for buying two Teslas and a third house in the Caribbean. I don't begrudge him. That's, that's okay. His, that's his hustle. That's not yeah. the problem. The problem is the people. here I mean, he asking
1: two him for a socket to change for that woman whose kid keeps putting his fingers in everything. Cause he's got autism and he doesn't know how to, do you know what I mean? And then I'm here saying, okay, boss, can I have two pounds for the socket? And
3: he's saying no. I think the problem is that a lot of the local authority-led maintenance has, has ended now, hasn't it? It's kind of all been subcontracted out to big main contractors. They don't yeah, look yeah. after enough of it themselves. No, so like, you're, so sure. ex- yeah, you're giving that example, Sam, of some guy who sat on an island with his Tesla and whatever. He's made that out of the public purse at the end of the day. If he was doing it in the in the private kind of area of the industry, then then fair enough but I think there has to be kind of a bit a bit of a separation and a difference with public funds. I think Kimmy's story is really, really powerful. This is this is really, you know, it's it's going right to the curl face of the industry and what's going on at social housing and electrical work. And it's not just going to be in the electrical industry, it'll be other industries as well, all the same. So to hear what's actually going on is a really, really powerful thing. And, and full credit to you, Kimmy, for speaking out and, you know, giving your version of what's actually happening because everyone likes to pretend it's all been done properly. We're kind of picking up on these issues. It's good value for money. But it's not; it's not the case. You're seeing it every day, Kimmy, with those people, and we need to be listening to people you see like yourself. Leave
1: the house at two o'clock in the morning for that for that same wage that I'd get if I was leaving the house at five o'clock in the morning, getting attacked by crackheads. You know what I mean? It's like it's, it's, it's the same.
2: It, it, yeah, you could tap it across to to, to the EICRs and domestic with the landlords that I'm looking for. The one that I said about the guy last episode, or the one before about now the smoke alarms the quote was approved yesterday so the woman's now got new smoke alarms <clears throat> we're going to put in next week and the problem is not all landlords because some are absolutely fantastic there's one I am at the moment she's got three properties anything and everything Nick I want the clean, um, they report clean I don't want any C2s or C3s or anything but then you've got some going I want you to do what it needs to be done to get past don't care about anything else yep, yep, yep. and you're like this person has rented this house off you for 15 years you've not spent a penny on it mate a penny and you won't upgrade the fuse board or fix the down lights in the kitchen because there's one working oh no i can't afford it what have you been doing with all your money these people have been paying you top money you've they've got an old kitchen they've got an old bathroom the old bathroom's still pink you know the old porcelain pink ones yep. And this, the guys are like, oh, yeah, just with one single socket in every room. It's extensiones and extensiones. I wrote it down in the report. It's not fit for purpose at the moment. They've got soap. They're overpowered. I mean, in the back bedroom, it's not. It's like TV, lower amperage appliances. But I'm trying to say to them, I was trying to help them out and say, we need a couple of extra sockets put in this bedroom. It's a trip hazard. It's a fire hazard. But I can't fail that that certificate, give it an unsatisfactory. Realistically, to regulations, because as soon as you can unplug it, it's nothing to do with the part of the wiring. And I say it's the landlord. No, he's fine. He's lived like it for fifteen years. <laughs> you know what I mean? That really, you know
0: really what?
1: That, It's
0: it's a funny old thing. I think it's a really interesting topic, and you know, I, I hope someone out there is listening to it. Like someone in a position of authority that <laughs> that actually takes some sense from um, people like Kimmy Hill, who, who are on the coalface doing this work. People like yourself doing these EICRs, and. The powerful thing about what you guys are doing, all three of you is you can vocalise it in a way that resonates with other electricians and you mm. do it quite eloquently. And it's really nice to see. And it, ma- it makes me quite proud, to be honest.
3: And we no, know what I we like. saw. No, I like the fact Sam came up with a topic and we didn't speak about it at all. Yeah, That was the best <laughs> bit of that section.
2: In fact. Well, yeah. And Sam was quiet nearly all the way through. It was magic. <laughs> um,
0: listen... Listen,
2: um, uh, can I just want to talk about something just real quick? Um, So yesterday, um, Kimmy, how are you? There we go. That's a good impression. Four different conversations in one. And then he'll go, oh, God, he's off (laughs) for (laughs) share. Listen,
0: why are we mocking Sam again?
2: Oh, it's magic. He probably stormed off last week.
0: All right, man. Don't worry. I did not storm off last week. Listen, let's talk about let's talk about the subject that we that we had to edit out at the beginning.
1: Oh dear.
2: Just let's not let's not say any names and let's not say that vulgar phrase.
0: Yeah, we're not allowed to say that phrase, Kimmy. Right? So don't just drop it. Yeah. So the something
2: pick. Just say it was a.
0: Wait, we can't. We can't. We can't. We can't. Yeah. Listen, we need to broach this topic now. Um.
2: Before you Very say anything, Sam. Before you say anything, Kimmy, what's happened to you? Believe it or not, it's actually happened to me twice. Oh, I love it! I love it. And
1: is this at like that time we? I was like, I got chased and attacked by everybody. You're like, oh yeah. I no, can't. no,
2: no. It's exactly the same. Trust me.
1: You what? You got a, a thing of yeah. from a guy or
0: woman? Right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't We get too deep. Let me say this, guys. You know who you are, right? Kimmy the Spark isn't here to receive
1: pictures <sighs> of your flux capacitor. No oh, God, I
2: wonder what if she going to say that. Wait, did... wait, wait, wait,
0: wait! <laughs> oh, so, Kimmy's not here to receive um lewd and quite aggressive images. If I'm honest, um, <laughs> <laughs> like angry, I would say it's angry. Um, listen, relax. I, I like I don't know if it's ever worked. It certainly hasn't worked for me. Um, so let's stop it. Kimmy, what happened today, mate?
1: So um, Sam was on the phone to me, joking around, asking if that's ever happened. And I said, well, it's been not too bad. And as soon as he got off the phone, my phone just started ringing off. And it's like he unlocked this gateway of guys. It wasn't me. decided to literally send me pictures of their flux capacities and full-blown...
2: full glory. Full blown...
1: Up class up cross glory and um sort of relating it to the electrical work. He was just like, Oh, I'm a plasterer, so I see you're a sparky. Well, here's the thing, I'm a jig, and it's like it was what just that that but can I say and something? I
0: think- can I say something? If you're gonna send a picture, if if like if it's like if it hurts you not to send it, please have a please please give me a warning a proper tool.
2: Like, no, 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 that. no. We're not <laughs> condoning this. <laughs> Don't, do Don't, do it it. Cons- Don't do it. Don't do it without people's consent because it's okay. gross. If
1: I, if no I, one appreciates gross, it, it. and it never it. worked. You send, no. but you just can't just drop that into conversations. No, and um...
0: ask politely first.
2: Yeah, you can't just. say, I heard this when I first started YouTube. We've been doing it about six months, and someone made a homophobic comment about me and Adam. We laughed it off. It was a funny comment. But we didn't know, and it, I didn't realise it was actually from um, a gay guy, which was absolutely sad. I said, yeah, no problem. He followed me on Instagram, started messaging me. I was like, oh, yeah, Sam, what are you doing? He's doing this. And it was really nice. Bang, out of nowhere. I got one.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> and mean, I was like...
2: Bad. i haven't got one. And I was like, what? What?" I, I, I ignored it for a bit, and then I had to come, comment back. But the annoying time, every time you go on Instagram, it's just there looking at you. <laughs> and I was like... Um, don't really appreciate this comment what i said now and then, then he went oh no sorry i to the wrong person
1: oh actually, I got loads, loads of pics like that with this guy he will he'll be talking about electrical stuff genuinely like oh i saw your monday up this and that and it's an interesting topic and because i'm on social media to be social with the followers right so i'm responding back talking about literally electrical stuff and out of nowhere he sent me another picture like that and he said um I didn't reply anything, and then he said, uh, "Oh, sorry, that was by accident, and it clearly wasn't." How do you find Find my Instagram and send it to my chat by accident, and then you wait to see if I reply or not, and then you just come back with that? It was, Mm. yeah, I've had a few like that. Be
0: honest, Kimmy, I was disappointed with that photo. Um, Sam, let's
2: stop talking about. It. No, Sam's I, written just, it He's, yeah, Sam, <laughs> Sam's got it on his Sam's wall send,
1: because no one's sending him, him any so if you want to send them don't send them to me send them to send Sam
2: them to me Sam. God and you're going to get that oh, I, the whatsapp a scar, pretty scar familiar, out of 10 and on
3: everything, everything.
1: Yeah. You yeah. and the time I joined the circus mate
2: what? <laughs> I had um, a customer do it ages ago years and years ago when I was actually in my prime and slim um, this, oh, this is what Nine years ago. I think I've told this story before. The woman sort of like took a fancy into me, which was fine. Like she was really pleasant. She just got out of divorce, moved into the country, put some outside of lights on. It was baking hot summer. And um, this is what happens when I get hot. I always put vests on. But stupidly, it, when you get a suntan with a vest on, you look like an idiot and you take your top off. So I said to her, I hope you didn't mind. It's okay if I take my top off while I'm doing the outside lights. It was a right white rendered wall. And you know, it's like the glare and everything. So, so put cute. it on. No, 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 no. And I was I was in a lot better shape back then anyway, so I'm not surprised. But um, I looked across, and she took a picture of me out the window. And I saw it, because I had my headphones in. And she tried to play it off call, cool and I was like, I ignored it. It was like, whatever. Um, and then she gave me a £50 tip on top of the job. I thought, oh, sweet. Well, fair enough, I turn the top off more when I'm working outside. And um, then she texted me later. I said, give me a text later. Send me the picture of the lights when they're on at night. It's what I sort of normally do with all customers with outside lights. Yeah, well. And uh, no, no, a picture of the lights, not of them. And um, <laughs> yeah, she she didn't take a picture of the lights. <laughs> it was a picture of her. And uh, I was like, oh, I was in the pub with my mates. like, oh, um,
0: look at this, lads. Like,
2: yeah. <laughs> so what, what do I do? And uh, I come back saying, oh, not sure that was meant for me. And then she replied back, um, oh, yeah, sorry, I sent the wrong picture. And then about 50 minutes later, the picture of the lights came and I was like, this is so awkward. Like, I never went back there again. Oh I've
1: had oh, something like that in real life as well, where um, I walked into the tenant's house and he just came out of the shower. And um, I was like, I'm just here to do your cooker. And obviously, I, I used to dress up really fancy on my jobs, so like all this earrings and hair and makeup and stuff, right? So right. I walked. Now,
2: so
1: I still wear my my proper work trousers and proper uniform, right? So I walked in and he went to me, who who are you? And I said, the electrician, he went, oh my God. And then he tried to move the cooker for me. And as he moved the cooker, his towel fell off, but he just kind of stood there. He just kind of stood there like, oh, I'm sorry about this. And I was like, oh my God. And um, yeah, I had a few instances like that. We just turn up and the guy's just still in his boxes. like, sorry, I thought a guy was going to turn up. If I knew a girl was coming, I would have put some clothes on. But then I think, but would you not, like dressed a bit more appropriate for guys coming regardless or anybody coming.
0: Yeah. Listen, I turned up to a house when I was um, a young apprentice, um, social housing and the dude comes to the door, butt naked, but yeah. naked. And I was like, well, don't know where to look. I was like, Oh, oh what am I going to do? Um, but my friend took over. Uh, cool, cool story, story bro. bro.
2: <laughs> no, I actually have got one more. This was from not last week, but before Adam, never seen him like you know, when someone laughs so much, they're crying, but then they don't make any noise, they're just that, they are just start thinking, I like stupid face. Uh, we did in the ICR, and it was um, really nice lady downstairs. The house was an absolute mess. Um, I think she was, I think she was Lithuanian, I think that's what it said on the report. She was really nice. brew and everything like that, stroking the dogs? So, no, I'm all right. Like, a few boards in the cellar. She showed us down there, Bang my head on every bloody Joyce. I said, Is there anyone else in the house? Can we go in every room? This is what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no problem at all. No problem at all. I'll just be in the garden. And then she just went and had um, not a fag, let's put it that way, in the garden. And um, <clears throat> so I'm going around said, Adam, you stay here. I'll have walk upstairs, mate. Just um, start taking some sockets stuff and whatnot. And uh, so I'm knocking, I always do anything. Anyway, the doors are like slightly ajar. Yeah. I'll always knock as I go in get to the third bedroom, knocked, as you sort of go in, the door was already ajar and there was just a guy um yeah on his computer with headphones in. <laughs> he went ballistic at me. I had no idea what he said. Are you you are you not knock? I was like, mate, mate. First of all did you not realise the power enough. Second of all, I knocked. Third, the lady downstairs said there was no one in and he's pushing me out the room. But like, I didn't know where to look because he was like covering himself up with his laptop. And I said to Adam as I got downstairs, I told him, and he was like, that is. So funny. I'm just really happy it happened to you because I nearly sent him upstairs to do the same oh thing. Oh
1: my God,
2: imagine that doing that. Awful. And I just, and then he just got his clothes on and left, but it wasn't her or the half or anything. He, she must have like lent the, the room out or something. Um, and he just put his clothes on and then walked off and then I awkwardly walked past him when I was coming back from the van with the iPad. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean. <laughs> you know what? One more quick story before I move on. Similar, yeah. I forgot about this. This was, um um like a little hostel thing for young people so it's basically like a studio flat where it's literally like the kitchen the bed is right there and it's like the size of a living room right and um obviously the, the young people in there were having were having intercourse right and um
0: not obviously
1: well okay well anyways so the she <laughs> was like hello the electrician's here to change your light so then the girl's like okay okay come in come in right so i've come in now the room's all like steamy and stuff I'm like, oh my god okay and they're just laying there in in bed but they've got the cover on like covering themselves up like this and it's like yeah you can just change the light so they're laying down in a single bed right where it's like a little small room and I'm changing the light in the bathroom and then like everything went wrong on that job like my screwdriver <laughs> popping, the light was just falling apart the breaker trip this That was like, oh, my God. And the girl was just sort of playing there with the guy. And I was like, trying not to look. And then my screwdriver dropped next to the bed. And I was like, oh, my God. And it was just like the most awkward job ever. And um, the carer had to stay and watch as well because they cannot leave me in the room alone with any of these vulnerable people. So it was like all four of us just in a little (laughs) studio. sounds
0: incredibly (laughs) awkward. Um, As is this next bit. Monday Club, we're out.
1: Oh, what? Is that it? That's it. Oh, I wanted to say one more thing.
0: Oh, Monday Club, we're back in. Go
1: on. Oh, I was gonna say. Don't be you I've lost the track now. Anyways, this was back to the pick thing. Don't be a
0: weirdo. Was,
1: be a kipper, which is a cool guy. There you go.
0: Yeah, that's just, it. Don't think me things that she don't
2: want to see. No, she, come she, on, guys.
1: You know what? One guy did send me something really lovely. He said he saw the Monday podcast. that I like old buildings, and he sent me a few pictures of nice old buildings. That was a nice surprise. I opened it. And it's actually Big Ben, not like. If you want to win Kimmy's
2: heart,
0: send her pictures of nice buildings. Other than that, relax.
2: And JCB tools, she loves oh,
1: them. Oh my god, JCB tools!
0: I love it. <laughs> Monday Club.
2: Now Never. we're out. <laughs> <laughs>